0: You know, I got an old coach who tells me one time when you talk about height, he says, "Hey, man, listen. When a guy makes a tackle, and he makes a tackle for loss, they ain't worried if he's five foot seven. You know, they ain't announcing how tall he is, right? Right. right? So those are the kind of things that we look for. You know, I'm not saying Michael Thomas is this kind of player. I'm just going off of what the reports are saying and the things they say he do." that's something that is a concern for me if he if he is that kind of person because you don't want our number one pick becoming a diva and and becoming a cancer already in year one we need him being taught the right things on, on, on how to be a pro and how to be a good teammate and how to be a good person in that building week in and week out the Deshaun Washington news has to come down first. Hmm. And I think And we would we, we
1: I'm on a month away. Well she what we, 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 you do it the uh, v- Vegas and No, uh, Vegas and
2: Whoa! What's up, everybody? Fan View Live, real fans talk sports. No New talking Talk Network. I'm that boy, Fred.
1: <laughs> Coach Hurricane here, back at, it again. back at it again, and again, and again. Yeah, dude.
2: Yeah, dude. This is episode 26 of Fan View Live. Man, we got so much to get into, so much to talk about. G Sports will be arriving, joining us shortly. We got so much to get into today. We got breaking news, baby. Yes, sir. Breaking news. We got Brittany. We got Brittany grinding news. Later on in the show, guys, uh, we're going to be talking a little bit like in AFC North, who can probably be the breakout quarterback you know, in terms of the second year. So much to get into. And some of the top top five pass rushers in the game of football heading into the season. And we also, guys, people who are tuning in, uh, we're going to have our guest caller, Mr. Marcus Randall, the head coach of Woodlawn, um,
1: football,
2: football um, head football coach, will be joining us around 12.15. So we appreciate everybody staying locked in, staying tuned in for that. Also, get locked in on Fanview Live, guys. Get locked in on this show. Get locked in on this podcast each and every Thursday for 12 p.m. Y'all can find us on Google Podcast. Y'all can find us on Apple Podcast. Y'all can find us on YouTube, Facebook Live. Also, IG is Fanview Live. Also, on Twitter is Fanview Nola. We are here each and every Thursday for 12 o'clock. We got woo, woo, woo. best Best fans, both short on the internet. We gonna start this thing off right, all
1: right, Coach Yin. Yo,
2: what's your case on Brittany? We got the breaking news with Brittany Griner. She she's been reported to have nine point five years in Russia. Mm-hmm. Coach Yin, what's your take on the Brittany Grinder news? And you know, does Brittany Grinder serve nine point nine years in Russia for what's taking place going on, or can and could? Uncle Joe get at home. What's your, what's, your, what's your position on on, on Brittany?
1: Well, I, I think um, for the fans to know that this is the first domino that had to fall. Agreed. This is the first domino that had to fall in order to you know negotiate a sign and trade Correct. type type situation uh, with with um, prisoner swap because that's what that's what it's like. It's like a sports trade. Um, the person first has to be convicted. Convicted. You know it has to have a you know a census of some sort of you know, and the main thing about it was now that this domino has fallen correct u s can now do the negotiations that they that is need to be done since all quote unquote um, qualifications have been met that reach this um to reach this verdict. Agreed. Now, the one thing that I will say um, that I was super proud of right off the back was um, Joe Biden's ability to take the spy off the table and put an arms dealer on the table um, to swap for Brittany Griner. I know a lot of people like you know that make make it make sense. Well, here's the thing about making it make sense. You know, you releasing a spy back to his country. When, Correct. You don't. You know, saying with all the information that he's gotten and all that stuff, you know, that could be that could be a potential deterrent for the US long term, whereas releasing Agreed. the arms dealer in the type of field that he works in the stuff, you know, you wanna kinda of remain anonymous. Anonymous. Well, he's, possible. you know, he's not gonna be anonymous no more. So it's like his deal and dealings and they, you know, here is the thing that we that nobody knows but Russia and United States. Nobody knows how long we had this guy. So you know, we could have had him for like five years. We'd had him like for ten plus years. You know, you know who who knows to say that. But the time has changed, and now he's not as big of a threat as it is. The spy spy being released. So you know all in all like this is a domino that had to that had to fall um and i see it who knows how long now the process would be how long the 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 amount of time, Well, not the process i would say the length of her uh, imprisonment would be determined we'll, we'll be how fast a deal could be brokered pretty Correct. much
2: now that we had now have a sitting in the for Britney, Again, this, this is all part of the deal. Brittany had to plead guilty.
1: Mm-hmm. The
2: sentencing had to happen. Mm-hmm. Things had to happen before things, other things can occur. Kind of like with the Sean Watson. We kind of needed a suspension to happen before the NFL can actually appeal. Right. Similar. We needed mm-hmm. a sentencing to happen for the negotiations to start to get Brittany back home. And I think there will be a trade that would be made to help Brittany get back home. I don't believe Brittany Griner will serve 9.5 years in Russia. I think America, you know, in the United States, we do have something to offer to get her back home. Mm-hmm. But it's up to Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe, your, 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 your election, your re-election is riding on your negotiation skills. Uh, I do ultimately believe that she will get back home, but this is all part of what had to happen, everybody. Like without a sentencing, you can't negotiate what needs to be and what has to be to make everything happen. This is all part of the
1: the game, and it's part of the, like the, the NATO and all that stuff bylaws. Because would you correct? You know, if you look at the big picture, let's let's say that two weeks late. Like, let's say we made a deal. Right. And she's not convicted, you know, and all that stuff. And two weeks later the Russia Russia will publicly state, like, Yeah, um, we you know, we found some new findings that, that determined that Brittany Griner was innocent. Now we just gave up a convicted give, guilty party for somebody that was quote unquote ruled innocent, even though we know that it wasn't the case, but in right. the in the court of public appeal, <laughs> we just lost and we lost big time. You know,
2: And the court of public opinion now has become a thing now due to social media. Right. It's become this thing now Now that we have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have TikTok, we have Instagram and all these social media platforms. The court of public opinion now ha- actually has merit. It has power. It has, you know, movement behind it. Um, I- I'm going to tell you right now, Uncle Joe. The y- LGBT community is looking. <laughs> They're staring at you, brother. And, and if you want their vote coming back around, you got to make this work. I do think ultimately this will happen that Britney will eventually get home. I think that it's a what you alluded to. The citizen had to happen in order for negotiations to start. It has to be some of Assignment trade. You know, you get this guy, that's going on. Hey, we get this exchange here. And, you know, it's time served. I don't know how the negotiation is going to gonna be. But I do know that for this much here, this Britney um, Grinder case has been a, a worldwide case. Look. And I think that, you know, the spotlight is on America and figure out how we're going to make it. And uh, in addition to understanding that we do have sanctions against Russia yeah. going on with oil and what have you. Because, because of the war. Because of the war. So, all these things are war tactics to see if the possibility of what can happen and what can't exist. I'm interested in the scenes actually going for how this case unfolds.
1: No, I'm, I'm gonna step out the box and say this could be also a win-win for women's sports. What I mean by that is, okay. one, I don't care how you try to spin it, you know, saying, "Hey, you got a United States citizen publicly, det- you know, um, not publicly detained, um, wrongly detained." Right. You got this going on. You got that going on. At the end of the day. Russia has different laws than the United States. Every country has different laws than the United States. When you travel, you have to be aware of those laws. Correct. That's just what it is. Prime example. If anybody who's been to Canada know that the one thing that you cannot bring into Canada is guns. Guns. (laughs) You can purchase them in Canada, but you cannot bring bring guns across that border. So what do a lot of people do? Hey, if you, for people who like really, really travel to Canada a whole bunch, I've been a couple of times. Not not enough to to be like I'm a I'm a consistent visitor. Yeah, to to have this um, loophole in state for me. But what a lot of people do, they get property in Buffalo, New York, because Buffalo, New York is right right around right right the corner. There. It's like hey. You draw a rock. You draw somebody. You know, what saying you, it's a war crime if you hit if you hit somebody across Niagara Falls with a rock. Yeah, <laughs> you know, around the corner. You know, but what they'll do, they'll get some type of property, some type of lodging, lodging or something in Buffalo, leave all their guns and stuff there. For, travel, travel. I'm sorry across, for all the Buffalo fans who are Bills fans. Continue. You know, travel across, and then come, they come back, and they they're they're in the um and total um, appliance um, what's going on. If you traveled, we was having this uh, conversation um, off show with the producers and whatnot. If you could have the baddest chick in the world, you go to any Middle East uh, country, Country. you go to Dubai, (laughs) anything like that, guess what? She better be covered. Cause if she ain't covered, she's locked up. She locked up, and all and, which you can't say nothing about. It. Now, yeah, the amount of they um, ain't gonna accept
2: all that twerking. The the, <laughs> the amount of um
1: weed all that Britney Grinder had is less than a stick of bubble gum. I get it, I get it. It sounds outrageous and all stuff, but Correct. at the end of the day, that is their law. That is their law. So how you know, coach? Coach, here, how does how does this affect women's sports? I will tell you how it can affect women's sports. Now you can get now that look. One of your polarizing figures is being detained now the way most laws, the way most movements, the way most actions on a global scale happen, you don't know it's a real problem until it's a problem Now they seem like, hey, this is a problem first of all, why does an American citizen have to that 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 does something in America have to go overseas to uh, you know, prolong prolong their their earnings. their earnings. Well, this is how so now that you see this happen. Look, of course, we yeah. don't want this to happen. Yeah, now again. So point. now you're gonna sit down with the commissioners and say, hey, how do we make this happen? Well, the WNBA has to make more money in order to get things rolling on this. So end. so
2: so women's athletes do not, particularly WNBA, do not have to travel across the country. They yeah. can earn they can make those earnings. Here, they can make those earnings in the United States. Where to what now, there could be a win for these ladies because n- not, not this is a bad situation. But now the microscope is on the WNBA and saying, you know what? Women's earnings opportunities need to increase. Women's earnings opportunities need to dramatically increase compared to their other counterparts. And people are watching these games. People are participating in these games. Now we don't need these ladies traveling across the country. Mm-hmm. They can stay in the United States. And play basketball because she was traveling to play basketball. Yeah. Now, if they can stay here, there's no need to have this type of situation going forward and moving forward. So I understand how this could be a win moving forward with the WNBA. This is something that's under the microscope in terms of the, the new collective bargain agreement. You know, I think one of the top athletes in terms of WNBA only earns maybe $200,000 for a season. And so hey guys, and so it's, it's, it's one of those things. and so I think the WNBA now also has an opportunity to its other affiliates, affiliates and its players to move, to, to move this forward, forward to move this forward. So now that other women athletes, particularly WNBA, now can earn more money to where they don't have to travel to other countries to possibly play. Basketball They're earning enough money here They don't have to leave yeah. So it's kind of one of those things Where you know It's an opportunity Moving forward That the WNBA Can poppy capitalize on And see towards that, that way they can kind of Get this thing moving forward But right now yeah. We got to deal with the fact that Uncle Joe needs to get a home baby Uncle Joe need to get reelected Uncle Joe need to do, some, do something Now Start this thing off right again. Okay. Again, my my man G Sports has finally arrived in the building. Such a long day. It's always, August, baby. It's, it's Leo season. Day. Just left the best season. <laughs> See y'all cancers. Give, give y'all some support, and you know, and all of a sudden,
0: I support Leo seasonal. <laughs> okay, I ain't no hater.
2: All right, I'm out of here. Just checking your post. <laughs> <laughs> want we'll to see if your heart beating fast. <laughs> but listen, guys, everybody who's tuning in, locked in, thank y'all for tuning in. Fanview Live, my man G-Sports has arrived in the building. Now, with no further ado, we got our man, Mr. Marcus Randall, for joining us for the second time on Fanview Live. <laughs> for the second time, he's be B-back. <laughs> Coach Marcus Randall, are you there? Are you on the line with us? Let me see if he can hear us.
1: Locked in, locked and loaded. What's going on, fellas? <laughs> I see the beard that grown up, bro. I see you. I see you. Yeah, man, you know, it's getting close to that
3: time, man. It's close to <laughs> that season, man. So everything, you know, everything's growing. Everything's looking good. I, <laughs> I like see you.
2: Yeah, got, got the, the fresh beard on it. Too, you
3: know. Got the fresh beard <laughs> on it, him, you know? It. Hey, it's August, man. <laughs> it's, it's Leo season. i all that show Tell him again, Coach. It's Leo season. Uh, I'm a season. I'm a season. Oh Lord, hey, hey. I ain't gonna hate either. You know, I'm like, Gee. I'm like, Gee. I ain't gonna
0: hate though.
3: As long as y'all have some support for Leo season,
0: we all good. Yeah, it is. Coach, man, I appreciate you coming on Fan View, man. I, I know you're getting ready for the season, man. Uh, I know y'all got camp going on. Uh, and a number of other things. Appreciate you, man. Uh, just talk about the upcoming season, man. You know, you you got a lot of uh, uh, the room around Baton Rouge. Is you got a lot of pressure on you because you got so many studs over there at, uh, at Wood Long, man. And, yeah. and, and you know, you made a deep run last year of the quarterfinals. I know it didn't it didn't end like you wanted until against Destrahan with that questionable two point conversion, But we're not gonna get in there at all of that. But what you expect right, from right. your team this? <laughs> what you expect from your team this season, man? <laughs> especially with a. You know, a big time dual threat quarterback like Ricky Collins, who um, was one of the best quarterbacks in the country.
3: Let me address that pressure first of all. You see, we <laughs> don't have a lot of pressure. I mean, pressure comes if we didn't have no players. Now, nah, I think that would be the pressure to win. Nah. Um, but now, nah, man, we got some guys that came in, you know, uh, a great senior class that came in, the first, you know, as freshmen my first year at Woodlawn. So those guys had a chance to grow with us, you know, um, in the program. And I'm looking for some great things out of those guys. We got about. 32 seniors right now that's um part of the program so we're looking you know good and strong um and a lot of these guys have like you say been in the system been in this offense been in the defense and um been in our strength and conditioning program over the last four years and man, those guys locked and loaded um came up a, a little bit short i know we wanted to make it to that that dome run last year like you say you we, we ran into a great dexter hand team and um and just couldn't pull it out there right there at the end. So we definitely looking to make that. You know, that was our goal this year, too. We definitely want to be in the last game that you could play in of the season, and that's in the Dome. So, man, we want to be there, and that's
1: our goal. But obviously, we got to take it one week at a time. Man, we got a big schedule here coming up. We we definitely a
3: do. If
1: it us, Coach. this is your
2: boyfriend. Listen, talking about that schedule, man. We got we got something Lab starting off the season. Talk about this schedule. Talk about um some of the things that y'all, you know, you got, you got St. James in this schedule. We got Zachary on this schedule. Coach, let's talk about this schedule, man. Let's talk about, you know, how uh, it would long, shake shit, that one's all sitting down. we
3: actually starting off. we starting off with you High. Oh, yeah, you High. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got, yeah, yeah, I got it.
2: Last year, a Christian. Happy Christian another great
3: coach. Yeah.
2: We got we got a little we got a little audio on, on your end, Coach, but we got a good bit of it. Um. Hey coach, we, we're having some audio issues on our end. I don't know if it's the area that you're in. If you try to reconnect, we could probably get you back in here right quick. Because like, on our end, it's, it's, there's some feedback. Yeah. Um. So we can hear you, but it's breaking up real bad on our end. Is there any way you can get reconnected to the Zoom call? there's a there's a there's a, there's a, there's a bad connection right now. There we go. All right. We're going to get Coach back on the line right quick. See if we can try to get the connection corrected.
1: Yeah.
0: Just about to start getting into the, to the thicker things with that schedule. With that they, schedule. They, yeah, they, they do got you, a tough schedule, they man. Do you like, I it. mean, last year they had a tough schedule, and I think they got them ballot tested, and that's why they made a, a deep run in right. the playoffs last year. Um, You know, and I, I covered that hand game in the quarterfinals, and it came down to the wild. Um, the two-point conversion call that was very questionable at the end, if – they don't overturn that call, Woodlone might win that game right, right in advance to the semifinals. Um, but, you know, I think that's big-time motivation for for Marcus Randall and his staff and the rest of those players. Um, you know, I expect them to make a deep run this year. I, I, I mean, I think they have a chance. On paper, you know, far as the talent they only have on their team, right. they have the talent to make a run to the dome. You know, but 5A is just so loaded. Um, I don't know if they came out with the final construction of 5A. Will a car be in the – five with Zachary and Woodlon, or were they being a select? I, I I don't think the final. I think I think that
1: um the LS that like, that might come out like in September. Yeah, because because the, they did a, got some appeals going yeah. on, mm-hmm. so they so... got they got they wait out that that, that whole process. And right, people who who's trying to just stay, um, select or non-select are people who's like right? They're just gonna deal with what we had. Right, I, I think another thing G'd like to to hit on your point. Battle, you don't get no more battle tested than playing the state champion that's somebody that's in a district that that you like that's a district opponent you know so you gotta you gotta keep up with them year in year Year out out. and somebody that you know i think coach brew has won like maybe three out of the last five um state championships Mm -hmm. in 5a Mm -hmm. so it's something that you know that that they're you know finally aware of and they got a lot coming back too yeah yeah you know so, so hopefully we do get Coach exactly. Randall back on because I gotta I gotta ask him about the best side of the ball, baby. Ooh. Ask him about the best side of the ball. And Hire one of your boys.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm
0: saying? And I'm I, and I'm interested to get his take on uh you know the whole situation with you know the four-star corner, the four-star quarterback, Ricky Collins and Jordan Matthews, who you know Ricky just decommitted, decommitted. uh on last week from Purdue. Purdue. He's been committed to Purdue for over a year. You know, rumors have it that, you know, LSU is supposed to be the, the school that he, he's going to commit to uh, in, a, in, a, in the near future. Jordan Matthews, who, you know, LSU is, is not on his list. Um, is supposed to come down to Texas and the University of Tennessee. So, you
2: know, Sarkeesian.
0: Yeah, I'm curious. On any. Yeah, and then, you know, they just got the commitment from Derrick Williams. Right. You know, the five star state from Westgate. So, I'm curious to see. Texas. You know, yeah, yeah. They got, mm-hmm. yeah, they got Derrick Williams. And they got Will Randall from, from Newman, and mm-hmm. they got Arch. Yeah. So, you know, Sarkeesian is Sarkeesian dipped in Louisiana, is, is in Louisiana yeah, baby. He didn't dip in Louisiana and, and, and got some studs right quick So, uh, if hey, he can join Matthews, that's just going to be another one You know Terry Joseph, yeah. a Louisiana that, that,
1: that, that It ain't, it ain't Stark it's, it's, Yeah, yeah it's, you, it's, you the, know,
0: he's playing a big role into into kind of landing these these players out of Louisiana So, I, you know, I kind of want to get Marcus's, Coach Randall's uh, take on, take you on know, that. what he think his corner and his, and his quarterback going to do um, you know, in the near future with, with this commitment. I, I I'm down to here. I'm down to see exactly what um
2: what's the case with with Woodlawn. Woodlawn's gonna make a gonna make a push. And every year they gotten
0: better. Yeah. You know, they started off Nobody two and talked nine. about Woodlawn football before Marcus Randall got there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, there it was
2: a two and nine, then I think they had like a then they had the COVID year, uh-huh. then last year they ended up five and five, you know. So they every year
0: they've made progressions and they they were four and one district last year? Then I think his second year, that was the year they went seven and three, and they lost in the second round to East St. John in the mud. It
1: was Look. the first round.
0: Nuh-uh. No, it second round. That's right, because yeah, right, Jackie Marshall. Because uh, East St. John played John Eric in the quarters. Yeah, yeah. And East St. John beat them. They went to the semi, and got their head beat by West Maru. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, that was a really good – that was Ricky's tinkerer year. Yeah. So – um, that was a really good year last year. You know, I, I think it went five and five the hurricane and just it was so much it was it so could, much going on, so much going on, so they could never get in the rhythm. By the time they they got no. and then you just jump into the to that water where you high. Yeah, you know, after coming back from the hurricane, good luck with that. Good luck. Yeah. Another thing yeah. I wanted to ask, um, Marcus,
1: was you know he has a partnership with Andy Bryson with Louisiana Magazine. Yep. They've, been, they've been doing some. Real great things, great over, things. over over the, over the past couple of years yep. and stuff. Um, that that we could that we could um, kind of talk on how it's been impactful for a lot of the guys. For those who don't know, like they do an All Star game. Like I've coached, I've coached it a couple of times. Um, they bring in like kids from all all over around the world, and it's been like <laughs> I want to say like last year in our All Star game we had like I don't know. Seventy-something kids, mm-hmm. fifty of them got scholarships. Mm-hmm. You know, so like that—that's you know, real, real big. And, I, and one thing I've always respected about Marcus, you know, I knew, you know I me and G both know him personally, was the bad rep that he got from the whole Southern Lab situation. Whole Southern Lab situation, yeah. You know him and Aaron Sutton. You know that. You know that they didn't do nothing wrong. They got hit with uh the quote-unquote debt penalty, right? And for him to have to just let let, let that happen, and not, you know to take it so the kids could keep moving on, and then come back, go to Christian life, put put, put, put I mean, not uh, church. Was church, point? church, church point, church point. You know, what I'm saying there was one, it was a Christian life, of church for <laughs> one or two, but put them. Back in the playoffs, with, where they didn't have, when they wasn't in the playoffs for like at least like a five or eight year stretch. Then and I think it, he
0: made a he had a stand at Scotlandville yeah. with his
1: brother. Then, it did. um, with Eric, and then came and they got the Woodlawn job, and mm-hmm. it's been, you know, going down. It makes, it, 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 it's it, it's <laughs> been pro-
2: progress at the progress of progress each year. You know, obviously everybody had to deal with the COVID year, but obviously last year was the first real big step in moving in that right direction. And now, obviously, there's some expectations for this upcoming year. Mm-hmm. Over at Woodlawn, again, like G alluded to, there were no expectations for Woodlawn prior to him showing up. Hell, no. <laughs> Hell <laughs> no. Nobody was talking about no Woodlawn football? No. No one was talking about it. No one was bringing it up. No one was alluding to, man, you know what's going on with Woodlawn. Nah, that wasn't a
1: conversation. And I'll I t- I tell you this, too. If you, like, if you ever been to Woodlawn, if you and, and, and this was people, this was a lot of people who not from around the area. There's no Baton Rouge is very prideful about the prestige of sports in Baton Rouge. Yeah, particularly and they football. will always you know support the old like pe- there's people in Baton Rouge that still talk about Redemptions Redemptions hasn't been to school right. since I don't know when. Right, right. You know, so we got, we got him back on.
2: Like we got, got we got Coach Randall back on. Coach Randall you there? Here, yeah, baby. Oh, he nah, we in. go. Crystal. <laughs> can y'all we... hear me? Can y'all hear me now? We, oh, we, can we hear.
1: Now. Good, we you good, <laughs> baby.
2: Oh, you loud and clear oh, man, now, baby? Right.
1: Now, now, code, right, now, coach. I got to talk about the best side of the ball. he, he goes. I got to talk so about so the biased. best side. Yes, I am biased. You know, me and Bias. me and Marcus have had this conversation in public. You no, know, plenty of yep. time. You uh, know, yep. you Bias. you went out and you hired my boy you know coach Benjamin Morgan. Yep. You know coach yep. for a couple yes. of years and you know we me and him have conversations how have you seen the kids respond to his coaching styles and his expertise especially being on the def- uh, being a defensive back you know for the kids to buy in and the transformation that it might help help right. all program out.
3: But well, man uh, first of all man he came in he, do- he doing a um a great job for us man. I'm big on development of it. I know he was a young guy coming in. Um, he had got a little experience as a co-coordinator. Um, and I just, in listening to him, not only his, his coaching style, but his teaching style. And, and I thought it would just be big for us to get a guy like that in the, into our program. Our guys have re- responded real, real well to him. And um, he, he can actually re- relate to those guys. I'd like to say he's a little bit younger, and he played the game and um those guys are, are responding to him and i'm getting um i'm getting I- I- excited to see what he's going to do when we actually have to start you know preparing for our teams and we start getting game plans together and um having those guys execute over there
0: coach um you got your, you got your big time dual threat quarterback and Ricky Collins who just decommitted um for Purdue on last week uh been been committed to Purdue for over a year now. Um you got your four star corner and Jordan Matthews, who's you know currently uncommitted. Uh you got your kid, your old lineman Brackens who just committed to Louisiana Tech, Javion Haynes committed to UL. You got some you got some kids that's 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 on their way to playing D1. But the, the big thing is everybody wants to know what's your take on your big time quarterback, Ricky Collins, with him decommitting from from Purdue. And, and and what you think is the best situation for him, and, as well as Jordan Matthews. You know what his decision and, and what he's probably going to
3: do. Um, Rick can sit down and, and talked to me right before he decommitted, and we talked about some things that um like like you say he been he been committed over a year now. He he committed right before last season, right. and we all know right before last season it was it was right coming out of COVID. A lot of guys were kind of um kind of on the fence if they were going to get offers, how the, how the offering thing was, was going to go because all those guys were getting extra years. So he wanted to definitely lock in a place that he felt comfortable with. Coach Biagi did a great job of, of recruiting him and um making him fall in love with, with Purdue. Right. And I just think, you know, so during the spring, you know, obviously Coach Biagi had left and, and he still had a great re- relationship with uh, Coach Brum and, and all those guys over there. But, you know, over the last month, two months you know i think that he kind of reevaluated and looked at it um like i said that was over a year ago and it's just been a lot of new new things coming up He's he's, he's able to kind of really see the process now and i just think it was a, a great time for him to do it if he was going to do it cuz now he's got a whole year to kind of assess this thing and truly go through the process
0: what about and what about your cornerback jordan matthews i mean he's kind of been you know that 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 under the radar corner that nobody's really been talking about, but I mean, this kid's six-two, you know, long arms, uh, have over twenty twenty power five offers. You know, what's your what's your what's your thought process when it comes to him, and what's a good fit for him on a, for the next level?
3: Um, I think anywhere he lands, I mean, guys like that come, you know, they don't come, you know, they don't come often, you know, guys that can right. run with his speed, ten ten six ten five guy, um, long ranges, savvy guy. You know, he he's been around football all his life. His dad played on you know the on the college level on the um, NFL level so he's been getting, you know, um brought up in this really. right. I mean he's been kinda of made for this. Almost I I could look at another Derek Stingley type guy, you know. Um and I know that, that you know he and that family is is tight knitted. So I see this guy being one of those guys that going want to be able to go in and play early at wherever college he go to. I think he's narrowing it down now. Um, uh Texas, Tennessee and I think Michigan. Okay. And, um, Maurice, baby. Yeah, and any three of those right there now at, at this point will um, is going to fit him. Like I say, uh, he, he can play anywhere. He can play in any conference, anywhere. Um, and he can also play more than just corner in my mind, as y'all will see him play a little safety and on uh, some of that too this year.
2: No, I'm biased. He, he going to Auburn. Go ahead <laughs> and make a commitment now. I'm biased, coach. You know I, I think He like to
3: jump, man. I do. I do know he like to jump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: be, there, be, be the next Jabril Peppers over there. You hear me? That,
1: that, ain't, oh, that, that ain't good.
2: Yes,
3: what you
0: mean? First yeah. round pick. Good enough. I don't care he did in the yeah, league. Yeah. Handily Co- been to Michigan. Coach Bellman doing a good job up there with them DBs. So don't, don't hate now. Nah. Don't, don't hate. Don't don't yeah. don't be like yeah. that. Anywho. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Bellemann has did a great job. Bellman did a great job. Have done a great job of recruiting him, too, man. Yeah. He Did a great job bro. Yep. Yep. See, and you know, maybe just because they care to snow.
2: But listen, Coach, I, I do want to talk to you. Uh, you got a lot of kids coming to your program, and y'all have done some success over the, over the past three or four seasons, not since you've been the head coach. But obviously this NIL thing is starting to become a big deal. What's your conversation now with some of these kids getting recruited in college football, now that the, the dynamic of recruiting has changed? It's completely different from when you was coming out of high school, decided to go to LSU. The gaming landscape has now changed Well, obviously, social media. Now we got the NIL to deal with. What are some of your conversations that you're having with some of your kids being recruited, you know, now to college football?
3: Um, Some of it I was already having Um, far as the social media piece goes because, I mean, obviously, man, character was always uh, played a, a big part in getting recruited and, you know, guys knowing who right. you are. So um, I always, you know, um, since social media has become – what it became, mm-hmm. i always have those talks with them. Make sure you, be, before you hit the sin, make sure you know this is what you want to sin. because <laughs> ain't no coming back from it. You know that you take it down. Ain't no reason You send. take it down. Yeah, right. and once you get an image out there, you know, and, and, it, and even when you try to change, those things will still pop back up on you. So you got to be mindful. You almost got to have a, a professional mindset now at this age, and you have some kids um, that have all this power and all this. At, their hands to, to be re- responsible with it. But if you don't have a, adults, there kind of guiding them through that. then you, you know, they, they will have some of those pitfalls. And now when you're just talking about NIL, now that's, that's just a whole another thing on top of that. I'm, I don't know all the, all of the ins and outs of it still, as probably nobody all, all the way knows, but I, I do know this, that you have a chance now to, to, to make, to, to make yourself money going into college and you won't, don't want to have anything blemish in your name. Where a, a, a company that can you know potentially represents you or a college that wants to be in, but you don't have the right you know character, they don't have the right thing that want that they want to go along with their brand to to be able to give you those you know that 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 money that you're getting. But these guys, man, I, I tell you, unlike what when I was there, they get six <laughs> figures they get six figures just to come on in. <laughs> <laughs> but what? That's big. Hey, but- I, I mean, I mean, hey, uh uh, gee, you was just there. Yep. It mean, Friday at the yep. BK Splash. Yep, um, yep. I'm just talking to coaches. I'm trying to see how it works. I'm getting more information than that I can get. I'm I'm asking questions. They're saying almost everybody's starting off getting 50. It don't matter if you third string or first string.
2: Yep, Dang. yep. Dang.
3: I mean, so now, if you got those kind of things going on, hey, man. Um, great do I want to leave school? Or do I want to leave college early now? Right, <laughs> right. No, I want, all, I want all five years. Yeah. <laughs> I want yeah. five years. <laughs> I want that red I shit
2: year and everything. <laughs>
3: Well, one thing, one thing, I ain't guaranteed to make it to the league. but yeah. but if I can stay a fire, and I ain't guaranteed to have a fifty, sixty thousand dollar job when I right. leave here. So if I'm making it right now, I'm, I'm, I want all my years, you yeah. know, capitalize, yeah. yeah. capitalize, raise your yes, years yes, off. So, so I think it's going to set these guys up, um, if they handle it right, it's going to set them up for when they leave college. Um, no matter if they make it to the NFL or not, they're going to have a, a pot that they can pull mm-hmm. from to you know to, to get their life started with. So I think that is an a, right. um, awesome thing right there. Now, the next thing will be about the taxes, because I know they're going to get taxed. Some people, if they're not learning the financial side of it now, though, so you're going to. You're going to see some some pitfalls there from um, a lot of guys that don't know understand money. You got guys in the NFL that don't still understand how to use their money, how their money works, right. and you mm. see guys who are going broke, you know, quickly. So that'll be the – the, the, the education going to be the biggest thing to me in educating these guys when, when you're giving them these money because they're going to probably be on 1099s. So
2: yep. Yep. Correct. how you
3: going to pay your taxes, how you going to get your stuff paid um, and make sure that you don't leave college upside down.
1: Right. Like Western Snipes. Yeah, that old Wesley. Now, Mark, now one of the days that I've always respected about you and, and your brother Eric, you know, is I, I think, you know, when God made the Randalls, he, he might have sprinkled a little bit of like a, a, a extra wisdom in, in, the, in the cup, you know, because the one day that like since I met y'all, y'all, y'all always talk about, man, it's about the kids and setting the kids up. And one thing right. I've seen since I, since I met you, you know, you transitioned – to partner with um, a good friend of both ours, and Andy Bryson's with the Louisiana Magazine, and just kind of you know out moved your reach more than just Woodlawn and Baton Rouge. You now you're affecting kids from Florida to Texas and everything with the um, All Star Games and you know the Gridiron Football. You know how big how big a deal is that you know you know, for you and your family going forward? Because I just think about just like last year, all-star game that we was into, like the the guys that y'all put in front of them, like a Pat Williams, like a, a Michael Clayton, like a Devery Henderson, to see like, hey, there's life outside of football. And then, you know, especially for our guys that's from Louisiana. Like, these are three Louisiana prospects, too, that they made it at the highest level, right?
3: Well, man, that's a big part. I always knew that I wanted to, I ain't going to say I always knew. I mean, right by my junior year, I knew I wanted to come back and coach, man. I was getting so much information um, in college, and I just kind of applied it to man. If I knew half of the things I knew now, coming out of high school, how much further along I would have been when I got to college. Yep. So that was kind of like my drive of going back, and I wanted to always come back to Baton Rouge where I grew up at and give it to the kids that's here. Because I didn't think we had enough guys. I mean, we got some great coaches, but if you haven't been on certain levels and you haven't had you know seen certain things, there's only so much you could give the kid you know give that give that kid. So I definitely want to come back and do that. And I've seen. I've been here for the last twelve years since I came back from Green Bay, and that's been what I've doing. Um, and now partnering with Andy over there with Gridiron Football, that was just—I mean, I just want to be able to reach all kids. I mean, reach and help, and um, and just be able to do those things on a large on a on a large scale, and be able to promote them and and do something not just coaching and you know just be a part of of the game in a whole another way. Kind of like you guys doing right now, man. You got to be able to, you know, yeah. advance if you're ready for change and then be ready for the next step, man, you know, and not staying stagnant. I'll, I always talk about a book, Who Moved My Cheese? And that, <laughs> right, <laughs> I mean, that, that was book. the book kind of, and the book kind of always, you know, kind of tells you about getting. Already being ready for change before change happens. So, um, right. You know, I don't know if I'm a coach forever, so I'm already have this on my belt. I don't know if I want to commentate later. You know, so it's definitely trying to build platforms. You know, um, so you have those options. Yep,
0: you got to evolve with the times. Definitely agreed. Uh, Coach Marcus, man, I want to talk to you about something as it pertains to being an African American quarterback playing for LSU. Um, the the pressure that came with it. Mm-hmm. And, and what you went through and people like, you know, Jordan Jefferson, Rohan Davy, and, and you know, now, you know, if if possible, if it happens, Ricky Collins ends up committing there, he'll be another one. Um TJ Finley was somebody that that, that came through recently. Anthony um, Jennings. Anthony Jennings, or uh, Peter Parrish, even though they didn't, Brandon didn't stay Brandon Harris. That- even though they yeah, Brandon Harris, even though they didn't stay that long. And I just remember the scrutiny that comes with being a quarterback at LSU, not 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 just if you're an African American, but if you're a white quarterback too. But it seemed like it's more pressure and more of a bullseye on you if you're an African American quarterback. What advice would you give to somebody like Ricky or any African American quarterback that is being the starting quarterback or competing to be a starting quarterback at LSU? Well
3: basically, man, you gotta go in, you gotta be on your stuff, man. At, at the end of the day. Um most of the time, going in as a black quarterback, no matter where you are, but the, the uh, first thing they're thinking of as you as an athlete, you know, coming in playing as an athlete. But I think that we have enough examples out there now. Your 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 Russell Wilsons, your um, you know your uh, guys, you know, uh, that played this game and have played it from a cerebral standpoint. So that was my thing going in, knowing the playbook, getting getting um, in in there, getting the game speed down. And and just playing ball, because if you choose to go there, then you then you know that that the coach is there is ready to give you that chance. Um, I wasn't going to LSU, you know, coming out of coming out of high school. Jerry denardo was the head coach right, all right. through my high school, all the way up until really right before signing day. And then Nick Saban came in and um, and pretty much on the same thing. I did be, be, before myself. I hadn't saw for one black quarterback play there, and that was Herb Tyler. For right. Rohan hadn't, hadn't even played yet. Right. And, you know, growing up in Baton Rouge and being in Louisiana, you know, you're you going to hear your friends talk, hear your people talk around you. Man, they're not going to play a black quarterback. Then. Right. So, um, but, you know, Saban came in. I trusted in what he told me. Jimbo Fisher, I trusted in what they said. They're going to play the best player. So, if that's the case, and... If I'm the best player and when I go in there, I just got to prove that. So, and they gave me that opportunity. I ended right. up playing, you know, multiple, you know, I started eight, nine game my sophomore year, um, rotated junior. Then started, you know, eight, nine game my senior year. So, uh, you got to be under the right coach. I think Brian Kelly is one of those kind of guys that, you know, that's true to his word. And if, um, I think he's going to try to play the best player. You see, he, he just brought in a transfer quarterback from Arizona state. So, right. um, I think that he just want to win right now, and I think you know he know he need to win, so he's gonna play the best player no matter what. So I don't think color gonna have anything to do with it right now.
0: But when you was at LSU, like, did you have those moments where you where you kind of got overwhelmed as being a a black quarterback at a, at a prominent school like that?
3: Well, uh, like I said, it it never really was about the, about the color. I like you say, I know it down here. We in the South, and it is when we LSU. So we right. know, obviously, I'm not. I'm not gonna be naive to the fact of that, but um, but I gotta say that I never felt that I wasn't playing because of my color, right? You know, even when I didn't play, you know, even when I did have to rotate, right. I never felt like that. Right. So, right. Um, right. And it, it, it was either I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't the guy ready to play, or or I was the guy ready to play. And then even when I rotated my senior year, some it was with another black quarterback. That was Jamarcus Russell. Jamarcus Russell. So, yeah. uh, Again, it wasn't nothing about a race thing. So, um, yep. but I'm like I say, I ain't naive to knowing, you know, that 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 that, that, that does take place. Somebody right. would probably want to see certain things go on. So that would be my advice: just go in, make sure we're ready. And yep. I know you mentioned Ricky Collins. If that's where he goes, being underneath this toolage and me having it for as many years, I know, you know, a lot of the pitfalls that could come. So he's definitely prepared for all of those things. And um, just like I told Brian Kelly when he had to talk with him, man, he when, when he come in, he gonna know more than the average. You know, freshman coming in, going, no. and he gonna know, and he's gonna been to play. You know, more snaps because he been starting at the freshman, five eight. He's gonna been and play more snap experience, and 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 there's no greater teacher than experience, yep. and that and that's what he do have. Yep.
2: See, G Sports, LSU's the equal opportunity employee. Yeah, if, like, if, I,
3: I just if, had to, just in, I had to find out. Listen, man, if you put the dudes in, you're gonna play. Had to find out. I had to find out. Understand. Why you gotta ask? Why you gotta ask? You
0: know, don't ask, don't question. Well, but well, it is the
3: stigma. I mean, that is the stigma. If you ask around, that is, I mean, that's what that's what people are gonna tell you. Right. Man. And I'm not saying that that never happened like that. Right. I'm just telling you from my experiences yep. and from what I feel now, you know, you know, on uh, talking and meeting and um seeing right. Brian Kelly's process, yep. you know.
1: Yo, man, Mark, you ain't got to explain nothing to them. they Michigan fans. They ain't never had a black quarterback. <laughs> no, I like you did. Uh, hey, I grew up one. Denard Robinson. That's
0: what it, I'm talking about, the, man. That's what I'm talking about. No priest. Yeah, I grew up watching no ball. Yeah, man. man. We had Devin Gardner, too. Yeah. Braylon Edwards, man. I'm talking Bra- about I'm
1: talking about the quarterback position. Y'all, y'all had was Denard Robinson. Tom Brady. Stop. Tom Brady. I'm talking about black quarterbacks. Shoelaces, baby. Tom Brady ain't black. Bra-
3: Shoelaces. Oh, no. Denar no. Robinson. And we That's had Devin
1: Garden. I got Denar Robinson. Devin Garden. Who is that? I ain't Man. seen you in the league. I ain't seen you
2: on <laughs> that.
0: <I> ain't <laughs> <seen a> Michigan <laughs> fan. Big time hater. <laughs> <hit>. Big time hater.
1: <laughs> hey, no bugger, I gotta I got I gotta I gotta, I gotta, I gotta cause, cause we talk about LSU and everybody know I'm the LSU guy. I gotta just ask you a question real Go quick. Go ahead with the last question. Yeah, I gotta ask you a question. Bluegrass miracle or uh, the pass that Joe Burrow drew in a in a um in the SC Championship game, when he was running toward the, the sideline, you know, and pulled out of like three tackles and drew a, and drew a touchdown. I mean, drew, drew a, um, a first down or third and 15. Which one was the bigger play?
3: Oh man, you know that the touchdown got to be the <laughs> Bluegrass, the Bluegrass get Kentucky,
2: man. The flip flopping the baby. flip flopping and all some Lenny Dever hit hand I, and he I, scored, man, Hey, I got to
3: say that play one of Estes. Yeah. I put Dever, never put Devery on the mark. I won't know what now. now you would say Joe Burrows. 2019 season, that was, that. I, that's I a...
1: that's a Can't difference. nobody compete that, with that. Can't nobody compete with that. Look, uh-huh. that's that why I had, to, I had to ask because, like, I'm a diehard, like, I'm a diehard LSU fan. You know, you, know this, you know what I'm saying? Like, since Jared Donato, like you said, up until where, where we are now. And it's been some spectacular plays, but, like, when I tell people, like, hey, man, I think the Bluegrass Miracle is probably. The play that put LSU on the map. Because think about it, like we had, like you Tim just drill. mentioned, you had, you, had, you had Herb Tyler, you had Cecil Collins, you know, you had Rondell Mee- Kevin and Kevin Falk. And then, you know, Kevin Falk. You had great players, but it never was like a great enough team and great enough moments. And I felt right. like that was the moment that kind of put like, like everybody got to see no then like cuz after that after that play you got to see the jamarcus marshall um, J- jamarcus um Russell, um out out Early do Ducette. yeah you Early know what i'm saying it against Auburn. i could go i could go play though. No, you baby. know what i'm saying like like, play, like him yeah, him that. against um, brady Quinn, who was quote-unquote, yep. supposed to be the first uh, round, uh, the first overall draft pick, you know, out-dueling them in the Sugar Bowl, Yeah. you know, you know to the, to the Jeff Samarja was still tearing y'all up, you know, so to y'all the, To the litter from, <laughs> from net, you know so i feel, I feel like that... I'll tell you the
3: play, I'll I, I tell you one of my plays that I think changed the whole culture of LSU football.
1: Here we go. I did, um, hey, I was trying to pull this story out, y'all. I, I, was I, got, one you, of you. I got
3: you, I got <laughs> um, man, we, uh, man, we got Georgia at home, my junior year, 2003. Um, Matt Mock rolling out to the left. Yeah. To see Scholar Green Scott Green actually breaks the playoff and it goes into scramble drill, scramble drill. He hits him deep in our um right by our tunnel touchdown against yeah. Georgia. And that of, and that was one of the staple wins that kind of put us oh, over Matt. the hump as being one of those national ranked teams that people have to worry about. And, and we went on to win it all that year. Yeah, lump. Hey, yeah,
1: I was, yeah, was trying. I was trying to pull it out you, because because hey, when you told us, when you and Mike, because you it was crazy because you and Michael Clayton both had the same exact story. Like, hey, this is kind of what changed the guard. Like, because because that Georgia team was loaded. You yeah. know that Georgia team was loaded and we started and, all this off for y'all and, and, with and, Josh, and, Josh and, Reed and putting that, everybody and on skates running around. Hey, Josh, and, Reed, Josh Reed, Josh Reed don't get enough credit. Josh you know, Reed, Josh Reed don't all get y'all
3: on the map.
0: Cause he, cause he ain't look the point hey, That's he, why. Hey,
3: Jai Reed was hey, that guy. That was special, man. That was, that was, that's the
0: guy special. that started all this. Him and Rohan Dave. Because he was the, like
3: him out, and Rohan Dave. I will say that. I mean, that's another one. Him and Rohan Dave. Us beating Tennessee in yep, the SEC the championship. championship, championship. Year, yeah, yep. know, yeah, in the SEC championship. that yeah, man. That's, um, he, he that's was another one that you know that he started like, everything. Changed the coach. Yeah, started everything. Started I will everything. Because because
1: yeah. he was he was one of the first like to
3: outside outside
1: of um I can't think of his name right now the guy that won the first Heisman at LSU uh, but he was like one of the can't f- can't I Billy couldn't Cannon. think of his name uh but Josh Reed winning the Belift call was like you know like that's the cream in the crop and you didn't right. you didn't have LSU player you had like you always had first team all americans first team all sec and all that but you never had the guy that went to say I'm the best in college football Shh, at this and that kind of started the Listen. the run of the great LSU well, uh, Fighting Tigers.
3: Well, like I tell, um, and I tell my guys, and I, I would tell anybody, um, if you're not winning, it's gonna be hard to get any of those big time uh, uh, awards like that. You know, because right. I mean, even though they even though they individual awards, they kind of team awards. Yeah. If you're not winning, yep. you don't get those. Um, and, and that's just how they go. Um, and you are gonna see, and then once you start winning, and you man, you can start seeing people like being. Ben Wilkerson now start winning the the O line award. You got uh, Glenn Darson started being probably the most decorated guy in LSU history. Start yeah. getting those big time uh, uh, awards oh, that's out there. So when you start having successes winning teams, then you obviously start jumping up and your guys start getting recognized more for those big time uh, honors.
0: No doubt. No doubt, okay, man. Coach Marcus, man, I appreciate you coming on a fan view, man. We gotta get you back on in the future. Yeah, man. You know, hey, man.
3: I wanna, I wanna come sit next to y'all. Man, man. Man. Come come on, on. Man. Hey, 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 hey Marcus! Now, man, let me hey, in. Man. hey, me hey, in, man. hey, hey man. Now,
1: every time I offer you and Andy both to come down, like you know, y'all got the y'all gotta pull out the big roller the portfolio. No, we I'm this prime time is, y'all,
3: man. I'm in there, man. I'm in there, man. I saw G. Right there at the BK Space, say, man, Thursday, you on. I say, I'm on there, man. I'm in this
2: building. Listen, <laughs> we setting up the show to where that's
0: going to be all possible. Yes, yes. We we, we actually we actually changing the platform. platform. Uh, We're in the we process of changing the platform. We about to change it to like a pivot and, and I'm at league podcast. There
3: it is. There it is. having real we
0: be having real conversations. It's
3: coming. Bring me back, through, man, Hey, man. Bring me. I want to be it's first. Then, That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. That's what I'm, talking about. It. That's what I'm <laughs> talking about. It's coming. I'm talking about. But look,
0: you know I'm gonna be on the sideline for many of y'all games this season. Can't can't wait to see That's how how, how it's gonna all turn out, man. Good luck to y'all this season, coach.
3: All right, man. Y'all have a blessed day. You have a great one, coach. All right. The great
1: LSU Marcus Randall, baby. Marcus Randall.
0: Listen, in high school, he was incredible, yeah. man. What? <laughs> He was incredible in high school, man. It's, it's yes. out in the
1: Baton in Rouge Kirtamai area, in, in the in just the Baton Rouge area. Yes. When I when I tell people the top three that I just felt like was like, mm, like you didn't want problems, Marcus. It, it, he's the only quarterback because it's two. The other two are running backs: Marcus Randall, mm-hmm. Warwick Dunn, Jeremy Hill. You didn't want those problems. <laughs> you didn't want those yeah. problems.
0: German Hill that were differences was, was ridiculous. I, I believe, <laughs> I believe you know, Marcus if Marcus Glenn, Glenn Oates was ridiculous. ridiculous. I believe if Nick Saban had been at LSU two years prior to Marcus coming into LSU, like if he had already like been there. set the set the tone and, and set the staple on in the program, I think Marcus Roundup probably is probably a second third round draft pick. I, I was, uh, but when he came in, Saban was just coming from Michigan State. See. Trying to put his stamp on, you know, he wasn't saving yet. You know, right. you know what I'm saying? He was still trying to figure some things out. Also, Jimbo. also, you know,
1: another thing too, like, Jimbo still was young in the game. In the game. Mar- Mar- Marcus was like, he's a, a lot of people. He also had O'Barr in the defense. He, his name, Will Muschamp. Like, Will Muschamp. Yeah, but well, that was he, a hell of a staff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Bo Pelini, oh, Will Bo Muschamp, Carl, yeah. called oh, call Dunbar. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I, I know, I my people, baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but like I said, they um had started up Derek Dooley. Um, yeah. Dude who was on that staff. Yeah, so was he. Was he was my he was my recruiter. So it was he was my recruiter i mean, I know. Tight coach. Yep, so it was you know you, you had you had um you had a, a had people, staff, you had people forget it was a young Lane Kiffin you had a a young Kirby Smart you had a young um, ah I can't think of his name um that was knees nice. you know what I'm saying? you know so you, had, you, had, staff, you had two other people that ga that wind up becoming mm-hmm. you know coaches but um. What I, who was I talk about? Marcus Randall. Marcus Randall. He was the, he was, he was the second Nick Saban recruit to sign. The first was darcet Buckles. Mm-hmm. out of Amy Marcus Randall was the second one, and the third one, um, I want to say it was Chad Lavellate. I can't. Like, I'm not hundred percent sure, but I know for Chad sure. Lavelle like was big time. I, big I know time for Lavelle sure. Lavelle. Like that was like like he hit like boom boom boom. He's another like, one, he, one that don't get talked
0: about enough. Like, Chad Lavallee was, was dominant.
1: dominant LSU. LSU. I think, I think oh, the, the, re, the reason why. Is because when he went to the league, he just yeah he he like but it was one of those like we kind of like if you if you understood the trenches like hey he's great at this
0: because don't try he, to make him do all this yeah right and
1: then he <laughs> went you when you get to the league you got to do all this right. and that's that was like if if it was just running straight like you couldn't run lead on Chad leveling Chad nah. Chad but Chad if you Chad run leveling zone or any type of outside
2: first D lineman at LSU. And he was like, and he was a pretty boy. And he was light skinned. He You know what I'm pretty pretty he, boy,
1: hey, he, he had the little Lebron Landry little yeah. fro curl with the fresh line yeah. all the time. The he, dumb- was a, he was a nasty pretty boy. You know what, yeah. what I'm <laughs> It was like, but it, but but, it, but then when you also have motherfuckers like Glenn Dorsey and all that stuff that come right behind you, Tyson Kyle Jackson, Williams, you know, Jackson, Robinson, you know, like, and Sam Rodgers. Montgomery. It was like that. That's when LSU was that. But Kyle Williams, it's it's the great Carl Dunbar, man. The great. It's the reason why he's been coaching for the Steelers for. For forever, even right. every time he retired, they bring him back in. You know right. what I'm saying? He called Dunbar is phenomenal, throw, throw another zero behind, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Carl Dunbar is phenomenal, like, because like people forget that before LSU was DBU, they was D line, like, we they was we was they were sitting still there putting them D the linemen on, down. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, it was because like every year it was a first round draft pick. I think Artie Key that was like, Artie Key was like the last one,
2: Artie Key was the third round pick because cuz 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 he got hurt though. But, but, mingo, you know but, but but you know but, but uh, he got he got spending that whole yeah, yeah but mingo mingo was, mingo was, a, mingo
1: was a, six, a 6 overall to the, the brown you know what i'm saying but he and he he shouldn't know what that high and i'm like you got I mean tell i mean you. he but, had a lot of upside though yeah, yeah and, but it was like his like he at a at a SEC program like he showed you like how much weight he could put on and it's not like he's playing receiver so he's playing in the trenches a, a lot of guys that didn't get outside of pass rushing
2: you know, well, a lot of guys don't get – you know, Chad Laverley don't get a lot of credit. Uh, Trev Falk, the linebacker
1: position, don't get a lot of credit. It's because Trev.
2: Ali
0: Hosmith.
1: because Trev left, left like – Calvin Shep. Calvin Shep, yep. <laughs> yep. You, 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 you keep going. Brady, Brady – like – Kevin Minton. I think the things that help Brady James out, honestly, he would, he would play for the Cowboys. Yeah. If he doesn't go play for that high profile of a team –
2: Marcus Spears at the D D-lineman who's was a former first-round pick. but Who, who he
0: would play for. Cobbles. you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it, it, like Marquis is one of the best athletes to come through Louisiana. Yeah, I'm about to talk about football and basketball. Yeah. Marquise Hill, Marquise Hill, but but he But what
1: We understand why he's not. But one of the person that he just named, Ben Wilkerson, mm-hmm. he, he, he yeah, doesn't play. He doesn't play a sexy position in center. But like he was the first person Number ever, 55 on, under Saban, to come in and play as a freshman. He should got
2: drafted, man. That's the problem. He should have got picked. You know what ben Wilkerson should have got drafted.
1: You know, it, it's just—it's—it's it's, it's, it's just you know, but like, he but he's part of the the turnover culture to what that made LSU what LSU is what it is today.
2: Yeah, yeah he's one yeah. of the best D linemen, especially centers that they've had. Ben because he should have got picked. They being biased over there, but it's all, it's all good. But moving on, um, we got some more fan view allowed to get into y'all guys. Um, we got to get into this. Let's
0: see what we're gonna get into, y'all. Please, that. please don't come on no disrespectful list today. Listen, Just don't do it. Just don't do it. First of all,
2: let's discuss, let's discuss the AFC North. Go ahead. Who wins the division? Obviously, we have the Bengals, who are your running up at the Super Bowl champions. We have the Browns, who are full of distractions. <laughs> we have <laughs> the Ravens, who have a quarterback contract dispute. And then we have the Steelers who have the same regime, but we have a quarterback battle. Who wins the, the North this year coming up?
1: Okay. Coach, you, you, Coach you, you 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 said it right right when you started announcing the teams. I think you might have put them in order. Perfectly. <laughs> Honestly. Um, um it's the Bengals, it's not even close to me. Um simply because I look at with the with the with the ravens done i didn't see them get better i watched the Bengals get better and better by far you know they made it to the super bowl. the super bowl and was one play away from you know one drive away i don't even want to take you know, one drive away from winning the super bowl with the worst offensive line in, football. in the in the league you know they did nothing but upgrade that you look at the ravens they lost a you, you got um what's the the, the G what's the receiver they drafted? Um uh, that was hurt. Um Ledger? Yeah Tyler Wallace. The the um uh, the speed Bateman Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman. Um you lost Hollywood Brown, who had the most chemistry with um Lamar Jackson. Still got Mark Andrews You also you also lost Hayden Hurst, who was his kind of like his safety blanket. Um You you, you know, all your running backs that's on roster are coming back off of injury. The defense, you know, kind of like, kind of static. You just trust. I think the Ravens and the Steelers, you kind of put in the the same category because you trust John Harburg. You know, you trust you're going to get a quality product out of that. You trust you're going to get a quality product out of Mike Tomlin. The Browns, on the other hand, especially with the NFL appealing what's going on right now, you got Jacoby Brissett. Without you know you know no disrespect to Jacoby said he's not going to get you even as talented as this roster is he's not going to get you over that hump uh, if, without a move being made I, I, I said them and the
0: Steelers are going to be fighting for last place that's just he sports who wins the north I think y'all being very disrespectful to the Ravens. All right, You got an MVP caliber player like Lamar Jackson who is going to be motivated this year to, to prove everybody that he is not just a runner, but he can throw the ball from the pocket. Can he get his contract resolved? They're going to pay the man. They're going <laughs> to pay him. They're going to pay him. Um, okay. On the offensive side of the ball, listen, they haven't had a ton of weapons since he's been there, and they've always been a 11, 10-win team since Lamar Jackson has gotten there. Right? And he won the MVP doing it. All right. Uh, I think Rashad Bateman, um, you know, takes that next step this year. I think he's a better complete receiver than Hollywood Brown. I think Hollywood Brown was just a one-trick pony. You know, you talk about somebody like Tyler Wallace, who they drafted, I think, in the second or the third round from Oklahoma State last year, who was, you know, not a speedster, but can catch the ball at a high point point, can get separation. I really like what Tyler, Tyler Wallace brings to the table. And then we talk about somebody like Mark Andrews, who's one of the better tight ends in the league, in the league. who is a safety valve, is going to be, you know, one of his best – Playmakers on his team, and then he has a really, really good offensive line.
3: I think even though
0: J.K. Dobbins is coming off injury, he got hurt early in the season last year. Right, I think he got hurt like what week one, yeah. week they, two.
1: Yeah, one, one. Yeah, because so, they
0: they they had three consecutive weeks yeah. where
2: they
1: where they lost. So a so they, I, they lost
2: know, Tavis Murray. They, they, they lost a lot of
0: guys. Yeah, yeah. so I I, I I I I could see J.K. Dobbins coming back 100 and and being a really really good running back. And on the defensive side of the ball, that's where they're gonna make their money at. All right, this defense is really really good. You know, you talk about somebody like Pierce in the middle with Big Calais Campbell, um, you know, Patrick Queen in the middle, who I think is one of the better Mike linebackers, upcoming Mike, Mike linebackers in the league who can run. L- and you sure. talk about that secondary with Marcus Peters. Well,
2: unfortunately, obviously, the, with the passing in the jail and Ferguson, yep. obviously somebody who can help that defense out of big yep. Yep. That's a big time. To me, that's a big loss for them. Yep.
0: Mm. You know, I like Marcus Peters and Kyle Fuller at the corners. They drafted Kyle Hamilton from Notre Dame. I think the way they're going to use yeah. him on defense, he's going to flourish. And then they, they took Marcus Williams from us, yeah. who was, who's you know, whether you like it or not, he's one of the best ball hawking free safeties in the league. I mm-hmm. think he's going to add yes. more turnovers for that defense. And then let's not forget about Marlon Humphrey, who was a top seven, top eight corner in the league, yeah. who can shut down one side of the field. So they're going to they gonna win their games on playing defense and Lamar Jackson being an MVP caliber player. So I think this, this division goes through the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, will it be easy? No. I think they will split with the Bengals. But I think they're going to have more consistency throughout the season than the Bengals, and I see them winning the division. I got to pick the Bengals. And,
2: and the reason why I got to pick them is because they really showed up the offensive line. I think they have one of the best receiving calls in football, and I think they obviously, like y'all alluded to on the previous episode, that Joe Burrow is probably most people's MVP candidate for the year. Mm-hmm. And when you have a guy who's going to probably be your MVP candidate, yeah, if he could put up similar numbers to what he did last year, he could duplicate those things. He arguably might be your MVP. And the Bengals, to me, arguably might have the best record when it's all said and done pending health in the AFC. I don't discredit what you said about Baltimore. Obviously, you, you get um, Kyle Hamilton out of Notre Dame. You get Marcus Williams. We know what Marla can do. Patrick Queen, you know, has – Played up to me, mm-hmm. Jalen Ferguson losing him this year is is they got to find a way to replace that. Then they lost out on free agency with the guy, uh, one of the Smith brothers that they was supposed to get in there, mm-hmm. but he ended up getting to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So that those are things I'm gonna show about. Obviously the receiver core, is question marks. Um, Miles, I think I think Boinkin, who they got, I know they have several years ago, has not produced. Right. Obviously Hollywood Brown's now in the Cardinals uniform. Mark Andrews is gonna be Mark Andrews. He's a to me he's the best red zone tight end can ask for in football he's he's a red zone magnet for for Lamar Jackson but Baltimore had to clean up the distractions they got to get this figured out with Lamar Jackson and get him in camp and you know obviously I don't think he needs camp like much other quarterbacks but just the distractions get rid of it get this done get this move when you look at the Bengals, they're going into camp with no distractions we know who the weapons are but we I know, but we know who the team is when we I look at the, the thing, Bengals, they need to reassure them. and plus I get into it a little but. That D-line ain't going to be bad.
0: You got to block them dudes over there. When I, when I, look, at the, <laughs> when I look at the Bengals, though, they, their defense is a bimba but don't break defense. True. And well. I just think that if Joe Burrow in that offense is not scoring 27, 28 points a game. Who's going to stop them? I'm just saying. <laughs> if they're not scoring 27, 28 points a game, can you can you – Rely on your defense. Absolutely I don't not. know about that. The Ravens, if their offense ain't hitting on all cylinders, they, they can money. rely on their defense. They, they got some. Money. And last year, they was top seven. They had a top seven defense in the league. And you add somebody like Marcus Williams and Kyle Hamilton to the fold, along with all of those other pieces they got in place. I just think the Ravens, you know, especially when you got somebody like Harbaugh who who's been in the game longer than Zach Taylor, right? right. The the Bengals got to show that it, that that they wasn't a one hit wonder. They got to prove that. True. They gotta prove that. True. And that defense is gonna have to get better than it was last year. The film is out. I'm just saying. So
2: ain't nobody gonna pick the Steelers? Nobody like the quarterback now nah, that Tra- they got going up there.
0: Who, who picking Trubisky? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hated it. <Okay>. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey, what's the what's the worst high school you could think of,
0: G? Higgins. Stop it. So disrespectful. Stop it. So disrespectful. Higgins, stop, stop it. it. We won more games than y'all last year. H. L. Bourgeois won more games than Higgins last year. For the first time ever. 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 Ever, ever. Stop. Ever, Stop. ever. And we don't was an all-girls school. You want to put money on
1: it? <laughs> we was an all-girls school. You want to put money on you, it? Do you want to put money on it? Did you y'all go like, oh, and something one year? My junior year. Mm. Couldn't win a game.
0: Couldn't win a game. But talk
2: about and, it and in basketball. And, 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 it was top three in the and,
1: state. And, and, and look, that 0-10 that, and, and, o- HL bourgeois team wouldn't take goddamn Mr. Dubiscuit.
2: I told y'all Mr. Trubisky is mediocre. I don't that y'all saying. He was over here to my one at one point in time. The freshman went to your, to to your, your brain some things out. Boy, boy, Trubisky is bad. But you know, to their credit, to Pittsburgh's credit, they got a solid receiving core. No tight end. No quarterback. Stop. Yeah, that's not a you Stop. Know, I, I was trying to give Devin him a. fight. Bush
1: is struggling. Health. Health is an issue. Health is an issue. Devin Bush struggling. That is
2: struggling. It's health. He can still play sideline, sideline. I don't know what time to do over there. But bingos, bingos, Ravens. Anybody might to get the Browns a shot? Not a shot. Pow, <laughs> there you go. House way. <laughs> listen, all right, guys, listen. we're move, Moving on. Uh, let's talk some of these top pass rushers in the game. Who are some of y'all top five pass rushers coming to the game?
0: Let's hit a disrespect. Let's go. Y'all good. I'm a, I'm a, let's hit a disrespect. Let me start this off.
2: do you think? Fifth, I'm going to pick Trey Hendrickson. He ended the season with the Saints at 13 sacks. He goes to the Bengals and he gets 14 sacks. I got him coming in at fifth. Max Cosby with the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: First of all, Led the league in most pass hurries against all players, all players. So he's coming in that fourth. Three Nick Bosa, one of the best pass rushers we have in football. Number two is Miles Garrett. Number one T.J. T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt led the league in tack. I mean led the league in sacks with twenty two point five. He tied with Strahan. That's the top five. Who your five is?
1: Go ahead, Hen. Go ahead, G. Go ahead, Hen. I gotta, I gotta digest that shit. Go ahead, Hen. Go ahead, <laughs> G. This man <laughs> said Max Crosby. That <laughs> motherfucker My said five. the white
0: wall. <laughs> it is for this shit. Go ahead, G.
1: Max Crosby. <laughs> Woo,
0: great. <laughs> What's wrong, Max? Cosby? Your birthday coming up on. Huh? <laughs> the older you get, the worse you get.
2: <laughs> What's wrong, Max Crosby? Hey, he's really, hey, Good player. He good really,
1: He really said Max Crosby. Top five. He really, he, he, didn't Top he really, five. He really said, "Max Crosby, yeah. G, go go with your line. Number five, number four, so I can so I can shake me back. Number five. Who <laughs> <laughs> he
0: said, "Max Crosby." <laughs> I'm gonna go with Khalil Mack. Only reason I'm going with Khalil Mack at number five is because of the injuries, and he has taken a step back over the last year and a half. All right, last two year, years. last yeah, two years, last year he only had three sacks. He dealt with a lot of injuries. Maybe him being in a a new environment with the Chargers on the other side of Joey Bosa, he might be be able to have some kind of resurgence. Um, But you still can't disrespect Khalil Mack and not put him in the top five because you know what he's capable of. I think he's going to be rejuvenated and ready to be a dominant force again. So he's at number five for me. Number four. Michael Parsons. Uh, I know he's a he's a well lined backer, but from what Dan O'Quinn said, he wants to line him up at defensive end to be a pass rusher majority of the time, depending on how Anthony Barr does in training camp. If Anthony Barr does what he's supposed to do and, and can show some kind of resemblance of how Ain't he did a couple of years ago, Michael Parsons will be lining him up with his hand in the dirt for a lot of the time. And if that happens, I see him having 15-plus sacks. I mean, he had 13 sacks last year. He on the play with his hand in the dirt, like, Sixty percent of the time, so I got Michael Parsons at number four. He could possibly be number one if he really lined up there nine eight to a hundred percent of the time. Number three, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett is 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 a freak of nature. Uh, you know this this kid he'll. You can you can chip him. You can double team him. He gonna still make no an matter. impact on the game, and he will have double digit sacks no yeah. matter what. He don't even need somebody on the opposite side of him. He just a, that kind of freak of a nature. Correct. So Miles My- Garrett got definitely got to be in your top five. He can you can arguably say he's t- he's number one, but I got him I got him at number correct. at number three because I don't think he's gonna be better than these top two people that I got for this upcoming season. Number two.
1: Because I wait, I wait, I wait for something off the water to come out your mouth.
0: <laughs> Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa, uh, I, I really like him. I I think Nick Bosa has a chance to, 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 to rejuvenate his career again. Uh, I know he had 16 sacks last year, but it, Unblockable. Yeah, but last year, I just feel like he had majority of those sacks at the beginning of the season. Toward the tail end, he kind of started kind of fizzling it out. So I, I don't know. I don't know if that was injuries. I don't know if you know the way they was using him. But you know when you line him up one on one, he's gonna he's gonna win Winning. his matchup more often than not. So I got Nick Bosa at number two. Number one, T.J. Watt. I mean, if you don't have T.J. Watt, number one. I mean, yeah, but he, he led everybody. He led the whole damn 22. 22.5, baby with twenty two sacks. I mean, he just can't block him. <laughs> the motor is impeccable um his length, his strength. I mean, when you see a white boy that could have power and speed, you better run for the hills. And yes. that's what T.J. Watt is. He has a combination of power and speed. I don't care if, I don't care if you got Lamar Jackson, it don't matter. You could bring Michael Vick out of retirement and put him back in his prime. He can run him down cuz he takes really good angles. T.J. Watt got to be number 1. That has definitely the best top 5 of us three. Oh my
1: god. The disrespect. Your turn. Now. To get down to the technical side of what's going on,
2: go ahead,
0: cause it, this your position, babe. Yeah,
1: yeah. Go ahead. So, so school your it, boy is, please. Is, is, is is not gonna be Max Crosby. I tell you that damn much. Mm. The, the, Unblocked. Um, so my list, you know, is, is just, you know, cause just like Her, how hers is not sex. Just, 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 just like, just the like coach. how um, G was like, Looked at look like the quarterback position are totally different than everybody else because he played it. I'm gonna look at the D line position. Numbers is great too, but I also understand situational stuff. So here it goes. Number five, you gotta go with the, the ageless one, the Von Miller. Von Miller has has a a, a plethora of moves at his disposal. Mm-hmm. Everywhere he go, whether, he's only like this is the third team he'll be on. And he's gonna be in a in a uh, environment where he could be in one on one situations, and it's it's still at his age. Nobody can block him one on one. Um the spin move is still deadly. The long arm, the stab and go, the club and rip. He got it he has it off. It's the mm-hmm. reason why he he runs a he runs his own elite pass rushing camp and he steals other stuff. Um the move that he stole from Aaron Donald was just was phenomenal. So um, and the jump it, and swim? Yeah, yeah. The jump and swim coming especially coming for somebody as athletic as Vine who could dip and rip, you know, from that from that angle you still gotta deal with speed and power. That that that's just Ridiculous See the Bills love him Paid him a lot of money uh, Ridiculous Number four You gotta go with Trey Henderson Trey okay. Henderson um, You know he, he He What he learned from Cam Jordan What, what, what he learned from Cam Jordan And The If you look at the snaps From The Bengals in The playoffs All season When he wasn't On the field They didn't have a They really didn't have a shot at hell you know, you, you brought time for the, for the, um, for the DBs and it, it was like the, the, his motor, he's like, he, he's probably, he's probably like, I put him like third on the all motor, motor list for, right. for the, for guys in, in the league. Um, but Trey Henderson, like the, the, the willingness to, 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 to bend the end. He's probably one of the best added in the league right now, you know, with the strength and uh-huh. the stuff that he learned from Cam Jordan, um, is phenomenal. Um, number number three. Now I wanted to put Michael Parsons on here. I wanted to, <clears throat> but with the uncertainty if he's going to play right. there or not, I I I, I can't. It's in question good mark. Conscience. It's up to Anthony Ball. You know, say put put him put, put 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 him there. there up to him. But I'm gonna put Nick Bosa right here. Put Nick Bosa oh, we'll right agree here. Agreed on something, man. number yeah. two. y'all know how you know, say it, like I'm number three. Look, the thing about the thing about his brother Joey, I think Joey is more talented, but Joey is a more balanced guy. You yeah. know, he. And, but the, I think that, Nick has a higher motive against to to. that. That's what I say. Joey doesn't play at full. Like he, he he takes plays off a lot. Nick doesn't give a damn. No, he don't. Doesn't give a damn. Now, one of the big reasons I think, like Geo alluded to, his number, his sixteen sacks, like out of his sixteen sacks. Fourteen of them came in the first half, and then out, out of, down the stretch, he didn't have a solo sack. It was more, it was more of a point five deal. Um, when Eric Armstead got uh, got hurt, it changed. You know, it changed a lot of stuff. They focused and, on him. You know, what I'm saying it did. You know, they actually do. They actually kind of do the role that Armstead was doing to kind of let Fred Warner keep eating. So it changed the scheme up a, a big deal. Yeah. Number two, is gonna shock a lot of people, but I just gotta say. It. I'm gonna put TJ Watt right here. Who? Mainly why uh, this is why I put my disclaimer out the numbers deal earlier. Sixteen point five of his sacks came when he lined up on the same side as Stefan Toard. Stephon Toard is a monster in his own right. Mm-hmm. One of you, the best D in football. You know, say and he you know he he coll- you know, he collapses every day. Cameron Cameron Haywood got a, a whole all his sacks op- when when TJ Watt was on the same side of Stefan to it. It's a big game travel. What that what that means is out of out of the, what out of the 22, 16 came from him lining up right there. So the other what for the other six, the other 6.5 um came from him being opposite of to it. You know, that that that's a to me. That's like I can't put you number 1 with you know, because your, your, like, hey, your situation is with all these guys, the situation is your situation, but that's, right. a, that's a big advantage. Right. Number one, I put Miles Garrett there simply because it's not nobody else on that front seven that helps him, that can help him in that type of way, but he's still a force that you have to reckon with. The only problem that I have with with Miles Garrett without him being clear-cut, number one, he, he doesn't have a big enough toolbox for the athlete that he is. He's a bull rusher. He's fucking phenomenal with speed. Mm-hmm. He's long as hell, but he doesn't have he doesn't have a counter move yet. And to say he's going into year seven um, without a without a deadly counter move, you know Cam Jordan has a fucking phenomenal counter move. But he's not as fast mm-hmm. as mile Garrett. He's probably as he's as strong, but, but he's not as fast as mile Garrett. But he mark the. The thing to say, like, not as you, athletic either. Yeah, when you talk, when you turn on the film though, when you turn on the film, and the first person you see is Miles Garrett. His Miles Garrett has the best get off in the league, and it's not even close. Not even close. It's not even close. Then you got a better get off than Vine. Simply because I'm talking about strict, strictly get off. Yeah, simply <laughs> because like he, he he delivers more force from the ground because Miles Garrett plays with both hands in the ground. Vine is like fifty fifty. You know, Khalil Mack. You know, Khalil Mack learned it the, the the easy way. Like, hey, when he first got to Chicago, when they put him in, he started he stopped standing up as much. And when he started coming like off from, from the three point or four point stance, like that, it, that's it, like a sprinter in a, in a in track and field. It just builds that much more power. and He's been doing it. Von Miller stand, stands stands. Von Miller is, he, is fat. You know, has a hell of a. That's saying something that that he doesn't come out of a stance, But, but, Myles Garrett but to the Miles Garrett has the get
2: off. But to, but to Miles G- Garrett. Situation, he's never played with another dominant pass rusher. Like, for example, well, you played with Clowney, were not you? Yeah, Clowney. But I'm saying, like, when you look at when you look at Von Miller, he had a De- a Demarcus Ware but, at some but point but,
1: time in his career. But, but to but, me,
2: he learned something from him.
1: But, you know what but, I mean? You start looking at some guys, he's never had that in Cleveland. Yeah, that, and to me, that's like that's a that's a big part. That's why I remember, like, and I, I admit I was wrong. I was like, man, when Trey Henderson signed to the Bengals, I was like. They paid a lot of money said, I don't know if that's a good move simply because he was going opposite of Cam Jordan. We knew, like, you was going to get the one-on-ones. You so, in the league, you're supposed to win one-on-ones. That, that, at any position, you're supposed to win one on one, especially when everything is going, is everything that's is taking your eye the opposite way. He proved it, and, he, like, and then you see the technique. Like, all right, well, all the stuff that you learn from, he's more athletic than than Cam. And so all of, and he, I don't even, I wouldn't say, I don't know if he's more athletic than Cam, but hell, he's a whole lot younger than Cam. So, the stuff that Cam used to do when he first got in, he he doesn't, he can't do as much. That's why you see Cam kind of stand up now to kind of use the, the, his his strength more to to his advantage. It's just like if Marcus Davenport would stay, stay healthy, Marcus Davenport would be the best D lineman on the damn team. It's not even close. That's what it is. The fact right. that Miles Garrett has put up double digit sacks each year, and outside of one season, had um clowny. That says something. That says something. No, that that front seven of Pittsburgh will always be elite because that's just the Pittsburgh culture. Correct. Yeah, uh, so that's 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 why I put my Garrett, you know, as number 1. Like I said, it's like and I and I get it if you if you go by numbers and all that stuff cause that pick. but you know, to me like to somebody who like actually watches what you know, you know, like I study this stuff, I studied it to teach my right. guys and all that stuff. Even my former players that come back to work out, I touch and if if this is what the guys doing in the league, I want you to put on a best show in front of somebody you, you know that that that's evaluating from a league point of view. So I'm a I'm teach you type of stuff. Like it's just the t- the technique part of of it is all uh, Max Crosby. If you talk about run stopping ends, I say hell yeah, hell yeah. He's just effort. His it's no technique. It's, it's no, no technique. Nothing. It's all effort with him. And but what that, I love about him is that he led the
2: league in most rushes <laughs> in the league. He had 101, and I think the next closest guy was at. 80. It wasn't even close. Now, granted, he can't, you know, obviously he, let, he had eight sacks. But, see,
1: but when you watch his effort but that's as a the, pass rusher, to me. Man, you got to block this. That's the, that's the difference. That's the difference. Man, you got to block this. You would take Hurries. Like, Hurries is a great number from a defensive tackle. Their job is, is to push the pocket. Their job is not to bring the, the goddamn ends. Their job is to close that shit. You posted if you can't if you if you get back there hundred or sometimes you only get eight. That's a bad ratio.
0: So let me, I got a question for you, for, for me or you. you. Thirty nine game on the line, mm-hmm. last drive of the game. You get a stop, we win the game. Mm-hmm. Who are you taking to come off the edge? T.J. White or Miles Garrett? Just thirty nine. I need to get a sack. Strip sack fumble. I need. I need. A, I need something to happen.
2: I gotta go with TJ. Let me ask you
1: this. Let me ask you. who is with what? Wyatt? Who with him? Yeah. What you mean? Like if like like I'm saying like if you t- if you tell Where me you, his team is constructed right now, I would take TJ Watt simply because you got like it's, it's not it's not it's, they're not gonna put him in that one on one situation. Whereas Miles Garrett, he's he's gonna is. T.J. Watt's going to get a one-on-one because they're going to stack him. Like, if that's the situation, he's going to get stacked behind or put right with Stephon to it. So, he's going to – not, that's a winning combination. Miles Garrett's situation, hey, they can afford to keep the back end right here. They can go – they can bring a tight end in to kind of flex to kind of give you that because nobody else is a threat for them on the defense line. But if you talk about, hey, the game is going, like, you know, if you talk about, like, hey – that same situation, no timeouts, no, you know what I'm saying? We on the field and going, like, it is, you, you, can't, you can't sit there and adjust to what's going on. You got to call the play because, you know, you don't have timeouts. The clock is running down. I'm taking Miles Garrett. But if you're talking about coming out of timeout, like, based on, the, like, that's why I asked, like, you know, who's with him, based on the way they did, they constructed, TJ Watt has more in his situation that he could take to advantage. Where, like, it's nobody on that Cleveland defense on the front end that you can say, He's going to help my – now, you got people on the back end. You can say, hey, Denzel Ward, go to the number one guy. Walk down. You, got, you, know, you, can, you, know, you can play around with some stuff to like to make the quarterback hold it a little longer for him, but up front, it's nothing that, that's going to help him right now win that battle. But that's a hell of a question, though. That's a hell of a question because I don't think people look at it in that type of situation. I don't think people, because if you if 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 you if you if we would have took the word edge out of it, I would tell you, oh yeah, it's Aaron, Donald. It's Aaron Donald. I would it's tell you, yeah, look, right. another person, <laughs> another person who's close to this list, but I need, I need to see how it's gonna work for him for the greatest would be the channel. Jones, Channel Jones. Jones. I think he's he's that fringe six seven guy, uh, but depending on like we seen him in a kind of odd front most of his career and now he's going to like a kind of like deep, a four, deep, four four line deep, with his hand in the, ground. in the ground. How is are you gonna put him at linebacker or are you gonna put, put him with his hand in the ground and like and let it be like, like a, a hybrid front, front. In, in, So in that's, the the what, that's, that's I know
2: he's gonna be playing with his hands in the ground, actually on the d line where he's used to playing that coming from New England and even playing in here in Arizona, there's kinda been like a three four scheme where he's kinda playing like kinda like what T J Watt has done. This is gonna be a little different. So that's why I ain't having my top I could just the way he's gonna be lining up is gonna be different. And, 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 but man, if he can still get fifteen, sixteen sacks, I, I honestly think him <laughs> leaving
1: Arizona might be a bad move because uh, the team was so constructed well from with Buddha Baker, Byron Murphy. You know, you, said you had speed all around to where like the ball was gonna be. Hell, but like, hey, you know, it's the Raiders.
2: It's the Raiders. But well, listen, I'm moving on. I want to get into this last part of the show here. Um. I wanna talk about the quarterbacks that got drafted last year, who's gonna probably have a breakout year this year. Um, obviously we had some first round picks. We had Mac, we had Mac Jones, we had Trevor Lawrence, we had uh Zach Wilson, we've had Justin Fields, uh Trey Lance, Davis Mills Ended up getting a starting job over there in Houston. You know, not a former pick. But which one of these quarterbacks that's gonna be in their second year, who's headed for a breakout year? Because this quarterback thing, had, this second year, has been a lot of cases for a lot of guys. So who's headed for that breakout year this year, their second year? I mean,
0: there's no question that it's Trey Lance. Um, when you talk about somebody that's in a good situation, Trey Lance is in the best situation out, out of all the second-year quarterbacks. You with Kyle Shanahan, who was probably the best play call in the league, depending on who you're talking to. Some people might say Sean McVeigh. And then you got the weapons at his, uh at his disposal with George Kittle, uh, Brandon Ayuk, um, Debo Samuel, hopefully Devontae and Martin from the Tribe Paris baby make that final fifty three. Um, I think that he is best set up to have a break all year. Um, even though I think Justin Fields is the best second year quarterback out of all of them, he's just in a terrible situation. <laughs> he just, I mean, well, now I, you finally starting to get it. If if I told you this last year, if if his agent is smart. He is forcing a tree. He he has to get out of there. I mean, that is one of the worst situations for all the quarterbacks. That's even worse than what Zach Wilson is in with the New York Jets. Um, so I, I, you know, I just think out of all the quarterback, Trey Lance is the most set up out of all of them, man. I mean, it, it ain't even close. I mean, you, could, I guess you could say Mac Jones, even though I'm not, a, I'm not really a Mac Jones fan. I'm not, I don't believe in him. But you know, Belichick is going to put him in situations to win and and, right. and, and be successful. But uh, Trey Lance, hands down.
2: I, I gotta agree. Trey Lance is in be the best situation out of all the guys. You have the best, you know, all gonna be one of the best head coaches in football. You look at some of the receiving weapons, the tight end weapon, not just the, not just that, but the ability to run the football with Elijah Mitchell. You already know in the Kyle Shanahan system that you're gonna be able to run the football.
0: Really good offensive line. Yeah. So
2: Trey Lance is walking into a situation no different from what Patrick Mahomes walked into behind Alex Smith. This is looking very identical with this story, and so. When you look at the arsenal that he has coming into this year with the head coach that's there, I got to give it to Trey Lance. I don't even want to talk about Houston because that's a disaster down there. With the quarterback situation he has nobody to throw the ball to, and I don't know, have that much faith in, the, in Davis Mills. I got to agree with you. Justin Fields is in the worst situation among any starting quarterback in terms of what's around him, the weapons. It's, it's atrocious, and you have a quarterback and you hide this defensive-minded coach. I don't know what the, the Bears are thinking. Zach Wilson. Obviously, they draft uh, to me Garrett Wilson, mm-hmm. who to me has these Santonio Holmes vibes. Mm-hmm. I think he has that kind of ability that turns up a wide, wide receiver. Obviously, they still got um, Corey Davis, who they brought in from the Titans, who really hasn't panned out that much. They don't really have a tight end. But if Zach Wilson probably be the second best one, I think he could have a breakout year. Mac Jones, there's no receivers there in, in New England. We don't know who called in the plays. You know, obviously, <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. You got Patricia this week, and you're going to have Joe Judge next week. No one knows who's calling the plays in New England. I can't do it. Okay. Now, Doug Peterson is in Jacksonville, but obviously that Jacksonville had some disarray last year, and you get Travis Etienne this year back. Um, James Robinson has had a sophomore slump. We don't know what he's going to go into this third year. And Christian Kirk is your best offensive wide receiver throwing the football to. I don't know how successful, you know, sunshine is going to be down there in Jacksonville. So I would have to say Trey Lance has the best opportunity, had the best breakout year, possibly. And I'm not trying to put him in any MVP conversations, but a lot of these second-year quarterbacks, depending on the situation, has made some MVP noise.
0: I think Trey Lance has a chance to be a top-10 quarterback this year. Me, personally, um... With the Trey Lance situation, I
1: know I know he's in the best situation out of everybody. It's not even a question. I've seen this story before. I've seen this story before um, with a phenomenal play caller in Jim Harbaugh. Was it Jim or John? Who, who, which one? Jim. Jim, okay, so Jim, Jim Harbaugh, um, a phenomenal offensive line, a dominant tight end in Vernon Davis, uh, a phenomenal run game, and a changing, a changing quarterback in Colin Kaepernick. Um, I seen it. I seen him before. Yeah, like it got him. It got him to um Super Bowl. The Super Bowl statistic numbers was not great? All, all that great. So I, w- I was. I would break it down like this. I think who have the best win, the the most wins, will be Trey Lance. Uh, you know, not, it's not even a question about that. The 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 better numbers, however, um, uh, I'm strict. I'm speaking like purely passing, um, simply because, um. Of this barometer, I think it might be sunshine. Simply because, like, I want to say Zach Wilson, but because they that offensive line has has done tremendous. You know, like they they you know Elijah Vera Tucker, Makai Beckham is, is slimming down, looking phenomenal. Um, they don't have a run game, so like right. it, it's gonna be like more of get the ball out and all that stuff. But they have a defensive of head coach and Rob Solomon, was like, hey, hey. Pipe that shit down right. um, But on the flip side of it I look at somebody like Doug Peterson um, You have Marvin Jones, you have Kristen Kirk um, You have Travis Atm And a dumpster fire of uh, Of the situation that Sunshine was in last year with the Urban Meyer Oof. He's your coach one week He's not your coach the next week um, <laughs> You know, you don't know who your strength coach is Now you know who your strength coach is like, it, was, it was just in total disarray And it seemed like at time like He was the only adult in the organization, man, I want to go back to Clemson, you know, <laughs> just 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 coming in. But like, with all that gone now, and you real deal have an offensive minded guy who's had success. Um, who like, hey, this is an opportunity to get back in the league, and you know, he, he's gonna come out like he's a he was a phenomenal play caller, you know, because he was an offensive coordinator for a long time before he before he took over. After, um, after Andy Reid left, I thought it was Chip Kelly. You talking
2: about Doug Peterson. Yeah,
1: he he took over after Chip Kelly. It well, was nice same friend. He took no, over by Henry
0: no, no, we're talking about Philly, huh? Yeah,
1: it yeah. It, 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 it was Henry Reed, Chip Kelly. Well, he took double. over Chip Kelly. Yeah, that was it. He took over. Over. Yeah, he, over. And then, you know, and, and we've seen what he done with, a Nick, with Nick Foles. But also, like, he had he had Carson Wentz looking, looking like at like, you know, before he got hurt. You know, so you get somebody who's a more polished quarterback who is athletic enough to run, but of course you don't, you don't, you don't, you're not going to want to run the franchise as much. In a, in a different system, I see him having better statistical numbers, though it might not equate for much in wins because of the, the division that they're in, but I see him having a, a better statistical year out of all the second-year quarterbacks. One, two, two. I think eliminate themselves because of the defensive minor head coach and they did nothing to help their young stars in the Jets. Outside, well, the Jets did get Garrett Wilson and stuff, but I don't even know who the play it will be for, um, for Justin Fields and how the 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 texans. the the texans you know lovey smith you know they just they just trying to get by yeah they just trying to get by they yeah. they they break it no they'll have a top five draft they said yes. they're baking they banking everything on this this these next upcoming drafts to to move the to move the yeah, uh barometer right of what's going on and then also like see, i just say see, see. um i think the patriot way is kind of going to hinder um, Matt Jones, for us, statistics-wise, they're going to win. They're probably going to be, the, like, the second-highest win total team out of the second-year quarterbacks. But, you know, the, you, you lost Josh McDaniels. Yeah. We'll you know, no plays. Josh Jones, Matt Patricia next But week. then also, I, I just look around like, yeah, you got Hunter Henry. You got John O. Smith. I can't think of a new wide receiver that you have.
2: You, you, know, you did Let the Cal Harry go. Yeah, you know uh, what I'm saying?
1: But he was, like, he wasn't. You no, know, performing like they thought. We don't know who the receivers
2: out. are, and those two tight ends really didn't have a great.
1: Well, John first John Smith. Year. John Smith got that big payday and went out, went went crazy and didn't. You
2: course, know you out know. of Tennessee.
1: So, so <laughs> like, I, so, so to ask you a question, I think the best win numbers will be Trey Lance. The best statistical numbers will be Sunshine. Ooh.
0: Sunshine. Poor Justin Fields.
1: Yes. Hey, yes. no, no, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask y'all this before before we close out. Knowing the situation that Justin feels in, but also knowing what's up and coming in the draft. If you're losing, I want to say, let me put it if you're in that nine to 12. I would say 9 to 12. You're in that three-pick range where your team is headed right now. Mm-hmm. Would you, A, be willing to sit and wait for what's coming out of college, or would you try to get Justin Fields? And if you are going to try to get Justin Fields, what are you willing to give up to get Justin Fields?
2: You got to ask yourself what kind of team are you <clears throat> and what kind of quarterback you have there. I'd be willing to give up a lot for him. I'm going to tell you like this. If I'm a team like the Philadelphia Eagles, I have no faith in Jalen Hurts.
0: We gonna that's, see this, you?
2: That's 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 my position. Even got I AJ Brown I'm with
1: him now. I don't care what he so, does. so so you so so you say you a trade you a trade. So you say if you're Philly, you're you trading? I'll be trying to get Fields. I, I, to me, he's Fields
0: is a better quarterback. But than you don't Harris. know how Jalen Hurts is gonna do in his second year. You don't know. That's true. You don't know. We don't know. You don't know. We don't you know. don't know. Who, but, you gotta let it play out. Who'd you rather have? Feels or Hurts? I got to see how Hurts going to play this year. Who I got to see how he going to play. Who would you rather have? I got to see how Hurts going to play this year.
1: Who would you rather have?
0: I got to see how Hurts going to play. I'm
1: going to be honest with you. I'll tell you the team who who should be at the dope. Be at the dope. The Giants. And the Houston Texans. Yeah. yeah. The, the, to me.
2: Yeah, the Giants for, definitely. For, Giants definitely. For, Daniel for, Jones for, is out.
1: For Justin. For Justin, I wouldn't want him to go to Houston. To man. Houston, I wouldn't want him to go to Houston. It's just as bad. I, I wouldn't it's want just to to Houston, Houston. He like the the only the only upside going to it's only it's two upsides going to Houston. One Tampa no, B, two no no one no no state taxes. Two you in the dome, Tampa B. But the, you know they, they, Pittsburgh. They, you know you know Tampa Tampa Bay really yeah. loves um 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 Kyle Trash. They really, they really, they, they, they really, they really love him, and then also, you know, this is this is not Arians. You know, I'm just telling. You, like Byron Leftwich loves him. Byron
2: Leftwich. I, I bet
0: you. I bet you. If you ask him all record, you're gonna say, "I love him, but I love him more." I love him more. <laughs> How about that? How about that? Listen,
1: a man. Like Kyle, a man. Like contrast. Contrast. Look. He had a solid senior he season. Yeah, all right. Yeah, You know, world beater. I, I for, you, all right. You know, Pittsburgh can't do it. Why they can't? They drafted Kenny Pickett. So? In the first round. <laughs> so? You know, I'm saying you, they can't do it. <laughs> so? They can't do it. I'm telling you, New York, New York Giants should be hot shit. I'm
2: going to be honest with you. Let me Ooh. tell you who really should be calling. All oh, Joe side.
1: You better not say it. The
0: Falcons. No, no. They just drafted. Uh, Ritter. Ritter. Who
1: cares? So?
0: Not when, I, you not said, when I just said so? that Kenny Pickett. You talking about so? what? So? <laughs> so? You Yo, Desmond Ritter or Justin Fields? Justin Fields. All right, then.
1: You want Marcus Mariota or Justin Fields? Justin Fields. All right then.
2: Guess who should be calling?
1: The Giants. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking Giants. Daniel Jones. Boy. The Giants. You know Daniel Jones the worst list. I'm don't. saying you make you make that deal. Because like it helped to me. I just think about Ooh. Justin Fields on his rookie deal. So it's like the money and all that stuff. You could give up the you give up the draft picks and all that stuff. You got somebody. Think of the head coach you got. You got McAdoo. Look what he did with Josh look all Allen. This, look at Alder Smith. Alder Smith could do a lot with with Arthur Smith does a lot in the run game. He do a
2: lot for this kid.
1: In the run game. He did a good job with Tannehill. He did a good job. Yeah. Do it right there. I'm just going to put one Sad, wide receiver. Tannehill threw for over 4,000 yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With John Smith and all of them. Hey, come here. Come play with these young people. The day of the Geechee is over. Hey, it's like that old.
0: Poor boy time.
1: It's, yeah. it's, it's like that old Southern Baptist church. The doors of New York is open. Will you come?
2: <laughs> Will you come? Boy, they ain't gonna know, listen. They got a first round pick who
0: probably won't play a snap. <laughs> Last year. Hey, <laughs> hey, before we go, I want to I want to say this though. I love the way Trevor Penning is looking in training camp. He, start, he started his fourth fight yesterday. He got kicked out of practice. I love it. Look like we having Kyle Turley two point oh. We gonna be nasty. We gonna be nasty. I love who it. I, that? I can't wait. I love it. Can't wait. It. Oh, Trevor Penning, keep doing your thing. To the left. Keep doing your thing, Trevor Penning. to the right. You can't like he about to have a good year We about to look like we about to, bro, we got some lookin' look. or oh, he gonna have a lot of holy penitents
1: You keep you keep One looking at that <laughs> penitent. It's about to be a fight night. Hit him with a left, hit him with a right. Keep fucking with penitent It's fight night. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I love it. I big love boy, everything about big boy.
0: it. Boy, it's a big boy. Yeah, there he you. is. I
1: told y'all, man. I told y'all, man. Told me what? Told you. Told me what? I liked it though. I liked him too. Yeah, you didn't want him right. You didn't want him at the first pick. You want him as our second, second, first yeah, round pick.
0: You're right. I still hey, wanted yeah, it. Yeah, it don't matter when I want it. I, we got it. Yeah. If I want a chick at three o'clock, and you want it at eight o'clock in the morning, what's the difference? I still want it <laughs> <laughs> But if I got it first, I, I ain't opposed to sloppy seconds. <laughs>
1: Hey, and I ain't supposed to hand down dirt, baby. <laughs> send her back. <laughs> That's our show, guys. Fabulous live real fast. Pass the
2: piece. like you used to. <laughs> pass it. Pass it.
4: Pass, pass it every Thursday,
2: 12 p.m. Pass the P's. New Orleans Talk Network. Y'all can pass send our again. Send her back again. Send her again. Again, again. And again, again. <laughs> and I'm going to send her the phrase. Yeah. It it
0: it
1: did. Did. yeah. It and he going to put bleach on it, and I'm going to get her right back again. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: It's Leo season, baby.
1: <laughs>
2: you did. Y'all subscribe to Fan You Live each and every Thursday. Facebook, YouTube, IG, Twitter. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcast. We're on the page, baby. It's Leo season. we we'll see y'all next Thursday. Football time. <laughs>